He loved his own who were in the world, and he loved them to the end. He loved his own in the world, and he loved them to the end. We are those whom he continues to love to the end. He actually promised that the love of God, the Holy Spirit, would remain with us till the end of time. But in this particular beautiful scene from the gospel, we see how he loved those first followers until his end on earth. But how did he love them and how does he love us? Because that's the beautiful thing is that this applies to every single person that Jesus loves. He loves to the end. He never gives up. We give up on ourselves. We think I am irredeemable. What I have done, that excludes me from the love of God. And he says, no, I love you and I love you to the end. How? Well, through the three things that we celebrate every year on Holy Thursday. Those three things are the priesthood, the Eucharist, and service. Right? Different aspects of today's Mass highlight different things. First, the priesthood. It's the strangest way that the Lord institutes the priesthood. He ordains these first priests, these apostles that will be sent out to be his representatives in the world through an act of humility. By washing their feet, he signals to them how they should be to those that they will someday serve. So today we thank God for the priesthood, for the fact that Jesus was not so unkind as to come to the world, live for 30 or so years, suffer, die, rise again, and then leave everybody else without an opportunity to be touched by his living presence. How unfair would that be if only a very small segment of humanity was able to encounter the living Christ? Just the people that lived in Israel, Palestine during that time. No. He wanted to continue his ministry across the generations and also geographically to every corner of the globe. And he does that through the most unworthy of instruments, the Catholic priest. Right? He ends up raising up to the altars those who are not worthy of it at all. And the unworthiest of them all is in front of this microphone that isn't even working. Right? <laughs> Today we tried to fix the sound system and we broke it entirely. <laughs> but the beautiful thing is that God will work through these broken instruments that are our priests so that we can have a real encounter with the living Lord. And that reminds us through the ministerial priests, right? Those who have given their whole lives to this particular form of service, it reminds us that every baptized person is baptized into the priesthood of Jesus Christ. Every single one of you, by virtue of that greatest gift you've ever received, is meant to also act as a priest. And what does a priest do? Serves, exactly. But what else does a priest do? Offers sacrifice. Thank you very much. I actually wasn't expecting anybody to get that, so (laughs) well done. A priest offers sacrifice in order to reconcile the people to God and God to the people. And we can think, 
On this great day that we thank God for the priesthood, we can say, what sacrifices am I offering? Right? How, what is my altar? Because my altar is right here. But you know what? My altar is also my messy desk over there. And it's perpetually messy. And I apologize to everybody who comes to my office and I say, yeah, sorry, there's a lot of mail there, a lot of junk. Because that's where I also offer sacrifice out of love for you. But you also offer sacrifice. Right? Your altar might be an ironing board. Your altar might be a changing table. Your altar might be that job that you, that, that, that desk at that job that you don't really like, but you know that it's the way that you put food on your family's table. And so today we thank God for our priests, but we also say, what kind of priest am I being? Where am I offering sacrifice? And how can God work to help me to offer that sacrifice with a more generous spirit? So first, we thank God for the priesthood today. Secondly, we are inspired by his humble service. So first of all, priesthood. Secondly, service. And we can ask ourselves, when's the last time I washed someone's feet? Now, for parents, you might think like, yeah, literally, I washed my kids' feet this day. No, no, no. I mean the symbolic gesture of humbling myself in order to exalt another. To be able to say to them, you know what, I want you to rest a while, and so I'm going to do the work here. To be able to say to them, you know what, I want you to know your dignity, so right now, I might act a little undignified. I'm going to lower myself out of love for you. We love that the church does it. We think, oh, what a cute ceremony. But how often do we do it? How beautiful would it be if on every Holy Thursday, all throughout the streets... Every single person without a home had some Catholic those coming up to them and saying, can I wash your feet and give you new socks, maybe a new pair of shoes? How beautiful would it be if we were characterized by that kind of a spirit of service, that kind of a humility, to where people can insult us and we can say, you know, I love you. And in our hearts we can say they're hurting somewhere. And you know what? I'm going to pray for them. I'm not going to try and see how I can uh, be vengeful or how I can get them back. No, I'm just going to love them. Ooh. It's back on. That's the key to it all. We just got to love them. Okay. I swear this isn't a gimmick. That really just happened. Uh, and so first we have priesthood. Secondly, humble service. And then third, the Eucharist. Self-gift. Sacrifice, service, and then self-gift. The third and such beautiful aspect of today, which is actually the, the, the note on which we end tonight's liturgy, is remembering that God is with us in his very presence in the most blessed sacrament. And here, too, we can ask ourselves once more, how am I self-gift? How, how do I give of myself, not just the stuff that I have, not just the dregs of my time and energy, but to the people that I love, do I give them myself? And then to the one that I love most, who's given himself to me, do I give him myself? Because very often we'll, we'll give him our words, right? We will give him maybe a, a portion of our time by coming to Mass. We will give him little things here and there, and the whole time he's saying, but I want you. And when he says, I want you, what does he mean? He means all of you. The good, the bad, and the ugly. Those parts that you think you need to check at the door when you come to church. 
Those parts where you think, no, 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 God doesn't want to see that part of who I am. No, that's exactly what he wants to see. Because he wants to, at every single Mass, at every single confession, at every single encounter with the Lord that you have through a sacrament, he wants to wash your feet. He wants to cleanse you. He wants to give you that forgiveness, but also that permission to go out and do as he has done unto you. He wants to equip you to do that, but first you have to come to him honestly. You have to say, this is the mess that is me in my life. You have to show him those stinky feet and say, I'm so embarrassed by this, but I guess you're washing them. Oh, okay. And then you realize how much he loves you. Because the apostles, they weren't prepared for this. We see that clearly in Peter, where he says, whoa, 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 Lord, you're going to wash my feet? Clearly, he realizes just how unworthy he is, and so do we. But then we learn from Peter how to humbly submit to being loved by the Lord. Because it's only then, when we, are, when we encounter his humble, serving love, that we're capable of that same kind of love for the people in our lives. It's only then that we're going to be able to be those priests that he's calling us to be. It's only then that we're going to be able to live lives uh, characterized by humble service. It's only going to be when we receive that love from him. And so I invite you tonight to receive that love. As you, wash, as you watch these feet being washed, Today, tonight, we've invited those who are involved in our food pantry ministry. Those, those who strive to live their lives characterized by giving and receiving service. Right? Because it takes this, this um, beautiful, generous spirit, not only to give, but also to receive. To both give a helping hand and receive one. And so we have a mix. Those who give, those who receive, sometimes it's the same person. And so I'm so thankful for those members of our food pantry that are here. They're, they're here throughout the week. They're here on Saturdays. And they always do it with this humble sense of service that actually reminds me of Jesus as he washes his disciples' feet. But as you see their feet being washed, I'd invite you to pray. To not see that as the intermission of the Mass, but to see that as your invitation to pray to the Lord Jesus and say, Lord, where do I need to be washed? Lord, where have I not experienced your humble love? Where have I not forgiven myself yet for something that I I know you've forgiven me for? And how can you wash that part of me? Because I want to be clean. I, I want to be purified and strengthened in such a way that I can go out and love people the way that you have loved me. I invite you, dear friends, to use this as a time of prayer so that you can be strengthened in your priesthood, so that you may be uh, made ready for humble service, and so that you can make of your lives what Jesus Christ gives us in the Eucharist, true self-gift, because that's the most beautiful thing you will ever have to give.